Hello, women of God. This is Erica. And Narcelli. And we want to welcome you to the Upstream Pursuit podcast, the leadership podcast for Christian women going against the current. Welcome back, Pursuers. We're so excited to have Abby join us one more time. Listen, if you have not listened to last week's episode, before you listen to this one, go back, listen to that episode so that you can get a little bit of more insight to who Abby is, what she's up to, and how she's sharing the gospel. She shared some great resources with us last week. And today, we just wanted to talk a little bit more with her about how do we now take this knowledge and this insight that we have received and even are growing in and how do we pass this along to the next generation because one of the things that Abby does is she teaches an apologetics class for young women so we just wanted to pick her brain again and have a conversation but before we do welcome back abby it's great to have you with us once again thanks so much it's just so great to be here yeah so abby we um had talked the last time we spoke in our other episode about teaching an apologetics class for young women so we would love to know how is that going and what have you learned in that process sure so um it has just been a dream come true I've, I've been longing for something like this for a very, very long time, and it's just the blessing of God that I've been able to have this outlet to share with a lot of young women. And just being in the classroom, I, I, I have so much joy doing that, and especially getting to talk to these girls. So the way I structure it is that in the fall, I do Apologetics 1, which is the positive case for Christianity. And so I work through some of those arguments that I mentioned last time, the arguments for God's existence. We talk about the resurrection of Jesus. And then I also give them, I work through some chapters in Tactics by Greg Kokel, which is like how to practically evangelize and share your faith in a non-confrontational way. I love um, Greg Kokel, yes. And so, so I do that in Apologetics 1 to, to give them some tools for feeling confident in the truth of Christianity. And then Apologetics 2, which is where the girls are at right now, that's all like defensive apologetics. So it's dealing with objections. Like um, we just got through a unit on Old Testament passages. So we talked about slavery in the Old Testament, the killing of the Canaanites in the Old Testament, and then also treatment of women. And then we're just about to get into textual criticism, which I'm just so excited about. Last time I talked about how it's, it's becoming a, a major passion of mine in within apologetics. And so um, I just cannot wait to share this with the girls. Um, I have a lot of plans. I'm planning to give them um, like a manuscript puzzle where they can, can kind of play the role mm -hmm. of a textual critic and assemble it together. Oh, and wow. it has been so much fun. Like something, something I love about these girls is that they have just so many questions. Um, they've made class a lot of fun for me because they, they're just incredibly curious. And like sometimes we'll go on rabbit trails, you know, talking about all kinds of other things. And um, I just, I'm just so grateful for them. You know, I, um, I feel I have such a heart now for for high school girls just because, you know, I was I guess I'm not, you know, I'm I'm what, twenty five, like I'm not too far removed from that from that world. Um and so I know just like all the insecurities that are just waiting. Um and I just hope and pray that that this apologetics can help these girls to be rooted in Christ. That's incredible. Um, Abby, now how did you get involved with that? Like where did you find these girls? 
Yeah. So again, just the just the providence of God. It's it's at an academy called called Lamplighter Academy that's that's fairly close to my house, and I got connected because the um, Kelly Murphy, who's who's the the wife of uh, one of our pastors at Grace, she also teaches there, and so because I had that connection, it was great to be able to get in. And I, I think I taught like middle school English there for a semester before changing over to the ladies apologetics class, and so it was just such such a um, just a provision of God this happened and I'm I'm just so grateful and this is pretty much my dream job like um I it's it's something where it's it's rare in a sense to be able to teach apologetics because you don't see that at, at other schools but it's just yeah. so cool that Lamplighter has this opportunity very cool so Abby if someone wants to engage in apologetics whether it be teaching like you're doing or just practicing defending the faith how might one go about doing that yeah, I mean, reaching out to people and, and, and wanting to share this, especially with so many of our of our kids who desperately, desperately need answers. I think the biggest thing is a vision of combining Christian hospitality with apologetics. This has been something I've been thinking about for a long time. I love the book, actually. Um, it's called The Gospel Comes with a House Key by Rosaria Butterfield. It's just such a beautiful story of the way that r- welcoming people into our homes can be an opportunity to witness to them. And so my heart, like something I love is the thought of um, Francis Schaeffer's Libri. So Francis Schaeffer is an apologist who over time, it's, it's so funny how it all unfolded. He was just very, you know, very good at answering questions. And so kids who had questions would just go to his home and, and talk to him. And so it ended up being like a ministry where kids would stay sometimes for a couple of months and just soak in discipleship. Because I think Something that people need, especially in a culture that's so disconnected. It's funny, we're, we're connected in the sense that we all have our phones and we, ha- we can talk to someone at the, at the push of a button, but I think we're also more distanced and separate from each other than we ever have been before in history. And so I think one of the things that people, and especially young, these young kids, desperately need is open homes and open tables where they feel like they can they can be they can belong in a family my heart you know and whether that's just um in inviting kids over you know if if there's if there's someone you know just welcoming them and you can even you can even create like hospitality space um at a coffee shop if if you go into it Mm. thinking about okay how can i make this warm and welcoming Mm. and reach out to so many kids who have deep heartfelt questions. I think that is one of those one of those things that so many young people are going to need. Yeah. So finding ways to welcome people into your homes and then um, alongside the apologetics being able to answer their questions, you know, and and allowing them to say, "Hey, I'm really struggling with like how, how do you reconcile this contradiction? You know, how do you yeah. like um how, why would a a good loving God do this?" Being open to to letting them just ask their questions and providing this um, a loving base through which to have conversations and show them the hope of the gospel. Kids need hope. There is so much just pain and nihilism, I think, being taught in schools. And so they need the, the healing voice of a positive worldview that gives them the hope of Jesus. I love that so much. I think that yeah. in the past, maybe there was a tendency to not condemn, but rebuke in a sense like students or kids who have these questions about life 
And I think the tendency for us is to just be like, well, you don't doubt God, like you just trust him as opposed to doing what you said, which is to open a space where they can ask those questions. Mm -hmm. It just not only helps create that hope, like you mentioned, but it also helps the kids to internalize and articulate their own faith and grow in that, you know? Mm -hmm. Do you have any advice for any church or church leaders that maybe want to reach the next generation to teach them apologetics? Oh, thank you so much. This is such an excellent question. I think the number one thing is please, please, please train your kids in theology and apologetics in your in your youth groups. That is such a need. So this is my little my little rant, but I say this with love that when we when we place so much focus on pizza parties and, and not a lot of focus on learning the basics of the Christian faith, it leaves kids vulnerable to so many of the lies that they're going to get through, through TikTok and Facebook and Instagram and all of these sources that are trying desperately to tear down their faith. Please, like, if if I'm just imagining if any youth pastor is listening to this, please, please, please train your kids. Talk to them, like, so work them through. Here's how we defend the Trinity from Scripture. I guarantee you, kids can handle it. And, and like, my high school girls, they, they have astute questions. They are hungry for truth. Yeah. Please give your kids solid theology. You know, as opposed to, you know, so many... So many youth groups, you know, in, in some of like the bigger churches, right? They'll give you like a five-minute message with a little sprinkling of truth and mostly jokes. And it's like, that's, you know, it's it's one says it's fun because it kind of pulls kids in. But in the climate that we are in, kids need to have solid food. And that means talking to them, like working through what is the gospel? How do you explain the gospel to your friends? Um you know, what, what does it mean to be a Christian? So working through, okay, the resurrection of Jesus, we believe that. We believe God is one being in three persons. What does that mean? Working through those basic doctrines, training them how to give, and it doesn't have to be super academic, but some, some of those questions, you know, like, um, like relative truth, for instance, how do we know, like, why, um, is truth relative or absolute? The kids need, need, need that training. And I think they can handle it. They can handle more than we give them credit for. Do you know if there are any kid-friendly resources to help uh, teach a youth group how to do those things? Yes. So um, one of the resources I would recommend is actually, so I mentioned Jay Warner Wallace in the um, in the last episode. Mm-hmm. He has some sources for, for younger kids too, but I think um, he has a lot of, a lot of really cool um, PowerPoints and all kinds of stuff that youth leaders can just pull from, you know, like he, he provides them. I think if you have the book, he'll, he'll send you the resources. Oh, cool. So I recommend anything from him. Um, Frank Turek, he's another um, very like teenager friendly apologist. He actually goes around to college campuses and, and reaches out to, to people. Um, so Frank Turek, he has a ministry called Cross Examined. If you look him up, he has all kinds of resources too. I recommend, so for teens, a good starter book for them might be um, what's called I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist by Frank Turek and Norman Geisler. That one, it's written in kind of a kind of a more informal style. So it'll be helpful for maybe younger teens who are just getting into this. So even like, and, and I think it even comes with it. You can do like a study guide as well. I think it has, you can get the book and there's also a study guide which has questions for discussion. So anything like that would be excellent for a youth group. I love it. And I love that that thought process. I um, have talked about this in one of our past episodes, how I have been trying to teach Ava at her age, at least the Reformed Catechism and statements of faith to help her mm-hmm. at least just start thinking through 
just the basic tenets of our faith. And it's incredible how much she can soak up and how much she can know. Yeah, catechisms are so good. Um, that's something I, Lord willing, I want to do with my, my kids one day is, um, is work through a catechism because it really helps, you know, even if they don't remember every question in the catechism, it helps to, it kind of gives them a framework of, oh, yeah. this is kind of, this is this is theology. This is how we we are precise about our our beliefs. Right. I mean, the basic questions of like who are our first parents, Adam and Eve, were defying defying evolution theory. You know, and it, it's just the starting step. But it's just so she knows what that truth is before she gets bombarded with all of these other theologies that are not based on truth yeah and i think the bottom line is that if we don't disciple our children then ultimately the world will Mm -hmm. at a conference that i was at earlier this year one of the things that the, the the host said was you know there was a time where maybe we could just kind of get by not teaching these things, but that's just not the way that we are now. So even as uh, Mm -hmm. it was a conference for church leaders, when he was saying like, we cannot continue to not instill these, um, not just the knowledge, but also the theology in the kids because they're being bombarded with so many conflicting messages. Will our children look back at some point and be disappointed that we just, didn't do anything you know we didn't say anything we didn't correct we didn't we didn't teach you know mm-hmm. and it is something that has always stayed with me when we first started this podcast and uh, I want to say it was maybe our first or second episode one of the things that Erica has shared was that she wanted Ava to someday like hear these episodes back and know where her mom stood now it's the time where we just have to draw the line in the sand and we just can't play with it because the enemy is so aggressive in in his strategy and we just don't have the luxury anymore to just sit back and do nothing about mm-hmm. it and yeah. so i love absolutely love what you're doing abby all just all around and we just want to thank you you know we want to thank you for everything you're doing for the time that you're taking and the effort that you're taking to feed yourself to to learn, but also for the the time that you're taking to train up the next generation. You know, we always talk about what is the cost. And the thing is that you're a young person, you know, our, our culture would say that what you should be doing is something different, right? Like you should be out there partying, you should be out there uh, enjoying life in a different way. But instead, you've chosen to give up those things for the sake of Christ. And I just commend you so much for that. And I thank you for everything you're doing right now to do your part and to leave your mark in the in the world. It's remarkable. It truly is. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm just grateful the Lord can use me, you know, even, even in the midst of my weakness. For sure. God is good. Abby, again, thank you for coming and sharing how you are experiencing training up the next generation. Pursuers, we hope that this ignites you to do the same in some way, shape, or form, whether you have a child of your own, you have a niece or a nephew that, um, is growing up in, of course, this world where it's sharing everything but the truth. We hope that this has helped you and ignites you to do something about it on your own. 
I just want to briefly pray over, over Abby and also over all these girls that are on the receiving end of her instruction. And so, Jesus, we love you so much. And we just thank you for this wonderful opportunity that we've gotten today just to hear from Abby and the wonderful things that you're doing in her. We pray for our pursuers um, listening. And we just pray, Lord, that you again activate faith in us and uh, that you spark something in us to want to go and do the same. We ask, Lord, that you continue to uh, provide everything that Abby needs to continue the work that you've prepared in advance for her to do. And we ask, Lord, that you give her courage, especially on those times when she's uh, hearing your word and maybe wrestling her flesh. I pray, Lord, that you lead her to the people that need to hear from her. And we also pray over these young girls that she is mentoring and teaching. Uh, we know, Lord, that it is not falling on deaf ears. Um, we thank you for this generation of girls that you're yes. you are raising up through Abby uh, to be um, leaders um, just like her, leaders that are yes. making an, a difference in the life of others. We are so grateful for her and her for her family. We thank you for her father who has uh, faithfully also accepted his call to train up a child, and we're seeing the fruit um, in her life. And so we just thank you for that, and we love you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Um, so, Pursuers, uh, we thank you so much for your time today. We hope you've learned a lot and you've been inspired, and we hope, as always, that you have a wonderful week, and let's stand for truth, Pursuers. <laughs>